You know what's crazy about this whole podcasting thing that I'm figuring out? Number one, it's a tremendous amount of work. And I haven't even started interviewing anybody yet. But number two is whenever you sit down at the mic, it takes a long time to find your groove if you're doing it by yourself. Sitting down, I have three pages, two and a half pages of notes here that I want to talk about. But I've started and restarted stopped and then restarted multiple times up to this point and I wanted to let you in on a little mm, glimpse of what it's like to do this or really anything um, in this world that uh, you know is, is worthwhile you know it takes a lot of tries to get it right and what I mean by this is I'll start the record button I'll go 10 seconds, I'll go a minute. Sometimes I'll just mess around and warm my voice up like Ron Burgundy off Anchorman and just hear my voice in the mic and laugh at myself for more comedy purposes than anything. And I'll spend 30 minutes just, you know, getting all of the, like, whatever it is in my head cobwebs out before I actually can go. Um, And maybe this is my attempt to really clear the cobwebs and hit the ground running. This is episode 14, an attempted episode 14 of the Universal Life podcast. Um, And I am Ben Colbert, but I find myself whenever I'm recording episodes, I spend, you know, a lot of time trial and error at the very beginning. Before you get in your groove, it's like, Coming out of the tunnel of a basketball game, I didn't really play all that much basketball growing up. I stopped at like sixth grade, but I go to basketball games. And it's like coming out of the tunnel um, for pregame. And you go out and you get a rack full of balls and you just start shooting. And you may miss like the first three, four, but all of a sudden you start making them and you find your groove. The pregame warm-up is essential. Same thing from the coaching world of uh, football and playing football, you know, the 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 warm up is more ceremony than anything in the game. Some teams do it differently. Some come out and they sit there and warm up for an hour. Some teams warm up for thirty minutes. But like looking back on it, I think like the real purpose of it all is to work the cobwebs out, not to come out and just go, but come out, you know, get used to the atmosphere, get used to the smell, the sound, the people, the lights, your uniform any form of distractions that might be a distraction initially to work that out. And then you spend your 30 minutes to 45 to an hour, whatever out there. And then you go back into the locker room, you know, and then you go through your pregame speech and all that stuff. But bottom line here is what are we doing? We're working the cobwebs out. We're trying to, to ready ourselves for play to get rid of, um, I guess the nervousness that may arise and this is really no different you know what I'm finding in this whole experience and my conversation today was geared towards confidence and maybe the pregame warm-up also is a tool to help your team gain confidence moving into what is about to take place you know going out and catching a couple of balls 
taking snaps from center in the quarterback exchange, kicking extra points to kickoffs to catching punts. It's just a, a tool to give your players confidence um, and, to, and to know that what is about to come, I'm going to perform well, you know. And sometimes that can work against you if you're in uh, you're in Skelly or maybe seven on or what. However you choose to warm up, you're out there with the quarterbacks and the receivers, and the first three balls you throw are dropped or thrown over their head or whatever. And then the confidence is actually um, taking a hit in that moment. You're like, oh no, here we go. This might not be a good night. Um, but then you go out and play, and then you blow the doors off the other team. You know it happens differently, really, every single game, and it's hard to gauge. But how do I establish confidence? What is confidence? Um, you know, sometimes I sit down in front of the mic and I wonder if I have the confidence, um, you know, to put out good material. If people are actually going to listen. And I've mentioned this a couple of times, but I feel like that's part of the creative process is having confidence, um, you know, and I, th- I heard something the other day that was fascinating to me. I had these notes written out. I've had them written out for maybe two months, and I've just now gotten to them as far as making a um, an episode out of it because I've been working through the Fear um, series, part one through four, which we just finished up. Um, and if you haven't listened to that, you feel free to go back and listen. It's really good, but it may springboard into what we're talking about today is... Uh, you know, confidence, I heard it defined by Rob Bell, this, uh, I don't know if you would call him a theologian, former pastor, um, I don't know, I think his his uh, his outlook on life is pretty fascinating and eye-opening and inspiring, but he was talking about confidence, I just stumbled upon one of his, uh, his podcast episodes, and he was saying that confidence is not necessarily knowing that you can do whatever it is you're trying or attempting to do, but you know that you're going to try it. You're going to go, you know, and that was uh, fascinating to me and I loved it. And it set really well with me that, you know, a better way of approaching it is like, I have confidence in myself that I know I'm going to try. I know I'm going to sit down in front of the mic. I know I'm going to keep writing episodes up. It may take me a while to get to them, but I'm going to go. I'm going to do it. Um, Same thing on a a basketball court, playing field, um, parenting. You know, uh, I talk about parenting a lot because I'm a dad. And and I'm trying to, like, gear a lot of my content towards parents, fathers in particular. Um, You know, where you may not have the confidence that I can change a diaper, but I do have the confidence um, and know that I'm going to try, um, and I want to give it my best shot, and it may not be perfect, I may mess it completely up, and, uh, you know, and the baby may start crying or whatever, but I'm going to give it a shot, and I'm going to learn, and I'm going to keep coming back, and at some point, I'm going to be really good at it, you know, and that second version of confidence will begin to grow and come into play, You know, and if you're looking for a a textbook definition, it says to be clear-headed or to have a clear mind with the belief that what you know um, is true. Like, whatever it is deep down inside of you, you know is true. Or an unwavering action or quick to take action. Um, Unwavering action, I think, is like a better way to look at it. And like what Rob Bell said, um, 
you know, I have the unwavering um, state of mind that I'm going to try it. I'm going to go. I'm going to do it. Um, I'm going to be a person of action and not sit back and wait and wonder. Um, and then whatever that looks like for you, whether it's in business, whether that's in parenting, um, being a student in any capacity. Um, I talk to my students about this all the time. Just like, just try, you know, like that's, that's how you build confidence. Just try, like, don't sit on the side and worry about judgment and all this other things that, um, you know, could or could not be true in your own mind, you know, fabricated, um, belief systems that you've established just because of what culture tells you, just go and do it and give it a shot. And you may love it and you may not be very good at it at first, but somewhere down the road, you're going to be building confidence. <clears throat> confidence, this is interesting, um, comes from the Latin word fidir, which means to trust, um, which is pretty cool. Like, do you trust yourself? Do you trust others? Do you have the confidence um, that your teammates are going to do their part? Are you confident that your spouse is going to show up and help you day in and day out? Your family, your friends, um, you know, do you do you trust that they're going to be there? And I think that's a, a really nice talking point um, that needs to be said. Um. Here's a couple of notes. It says, it's hard to develop confidence in our culture today. And this may be easy for me to relate to as far as a teacher goes, but um, building confidence, it's more difficult now because of social media and what other people are doing. Um, You know, for myself, I sit here and watch all these other podcasters, people that are up and running and have been established and you know they have these they have these like these daunting numbers of episodes they've created like Joe Rogan's in the thousands. Um, I mentioned a guy Rob Bell a minute ago. He's in like the three hundreds. Um, some other people that I listen to are like up in the hundreds, and it's just like wow, how did they get there? And I think what I keep telling myself, I'm in like episode fourteen, but what I keep telling myself is just create, do one at a time. Don't stop. If uh, it takes me a couple weeks to crank out another one because of life gets in in the way or whatever and the setup isn't ideal, it's okay. The main point is keep creating episodes with notes, talking points, and whenever I get the opportunity, sit down and record. And over time, those numbers will rise and they'll continue to rise. Like I, I can't even believe I'm on 14 now. Um, when I think almost over a year ago, a little over a year ago, I was at one. I was like, do I even want to do this? Do I even want to put time into it? Um, but yeah, I'm glad I did. But, you know, looking at other people through social media, YouTube, whatever, um, and if you get on Spotify and you look at the number of episodes people have cranked out, you know, it, it can be taxing on the mind. Um, media. The state of the world in general, we were, oh, holy cow, this world is, you know, um, it's a difficult place to be right now. And if you, you can go down the rabbit hole of um, things that are occurring that can put your mind in a bad place. But, you know, um, overconsumption, lack of direction, 
you know, not knowing exactly where you're going or what you want to be or where you want to, what, uh, you know, who you are, um, what your purpose is. And it even comes down to like your belief systems, having a fragile belief systems, not being rooted in anything, um, where you're just like flapping in the wind, like a kite, um, you know, and I, I think like belief systems is to me an essential piece to help create confidence in your life, knowing that you have these pillars or a foundation to stand on um, or that you can lean into that uh, you can have confidence. And when you wake up in the next day, you know, things are going to be good. They're going to be OK. Um, and I think that's very important to remember. Um Things that are extremely common in the high school um, and even in athletics where I was a coach, um, you know, as far as what fuels your self-confidence. The number one thing that I talk to my students about a lot is just what does your internal dialogue look like or sound like, your self-talk. You know, that goes a long way in how your confidence is either growing or receding. You know, what the culture of the school looks like um, has a large impact on confidence, bullying, um, you know, are are students supporting one another, are teachers greeting students at the door and actually taking true interest in their development. Um, You know, that's all very important. And, of course, you know, social media plays an enormous role. Phones, and there's this huge debate, like, should schools allow phones or should they not allow phones and in my mind it's it may be better to eliminate phones in high schools and one of the main arguments or talking points could be i'm trying to buy, build confidence in my students i'm trying to help them put themselves in a position to succeed and if they're worried about their phone social media text messages bullying in any capacity cyber attacks, then, you know, then their confidence isn't high and they're not going to be focused on learning and moving forward as an individual. So lack of understanding of confidence fuels this too. Um, Self-talk plays a pivotal role, establishing triggers or stop signs when we speak to ourselves negatively. And I've mentioned this in a previous episode, but you know, when you find yourself not, um, sorry, my just got a text message from my wife, Casey. But uh, if you if you find yourself not talking to yourself um, in a good way, or you give yourself a negative comment, you beat yourself up for whatever you've done in the past, the former you. Um, you know, you failed at something like. Can you recognize it and can you say, listen, that was a, that was the old me. I have grown. I've calloused myself. This is the new me. I'm able to overcome this and I'm going to move forward. Um, so understanding that uh, there are ways to, you know, recognize negative self-talk and, and, and do better and, and grow and build confidence in your own self. Here's something that I love. And I didn't understand this a couple of years ago, and I've really started to let it grow within myself and, and believe that weird is good. And embracing your weird, embracing the uniqueness that God has given you or given me, 
and just running with it and going with it. Like, I like to podcast. I like to sit down in front of the microphone and go, and I don't know what other people think about it, but I enjoy it, so who cares? It's weird. It's new, um, but I'm going to do it anyway. So embrace your weirdness and 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 just do what makes you happy. You know, take inventory of what we do that is unique and be detailed about it. Like make a list of the things that um, is unique about yourself and and just go and do that and continue to do it. Um, weird should not get labeled personally as a stigma, but as a strength. So as you're looking through that list, you know, those, yes, it's a weird list, but it's also could be a strength list. Weird usually brings new ideas and creativity to the world. Some of your best artists may have been labeled weird initially. And like weird um, may take time to be established mainstream. And all of a sudden that becomes what's awesome in the world. Um, Like when Facebook first got going, that was sort of strange. It was weird. I was in college. I was like, I don't even know what this thing is. You know, it was like, like I'm going to do it, whatever. But initially it was like, this is weird. And then it became cool um, for the entire world. And then things that remain the same or fit the mold don't move the world forward. So stepping outside of the box, think different, create, um, you know, be excited about moving the needle forward and not doing the same thing that everybody else is doing. And I think that's something I have to remind myself of is, you know, when I'm creating and I'm podcasting, like, don't do what everybody else is doing. Don't do what Joe Rogan is doing or whoever, you know, put my own little style on it and just roll with it and see what happens. Try things on, see if it works. And that's where confidence is built. And I try to remind myself of that daily whenever I'm making content, whether it's on here, social media, which I'm some days I struggle with. I'll, I'll go like a week and do really well with it and put out um, things that people can follow. And then I'm like, I've got to get away from this a little bit. It's not, it's not something that I like particularly enjoy all that much. But a part of me is just because I don't know if I'm all that good at it, but I do it anyway. And I'm getting more confidence in that world. And uh, I have grown and will continue to grow um, in this creative space. So I'm going to leave it right there. I'm going to take a break. This is Confidence 1, Part 1. So we'll do some other, we'll make this a series. We're about to go on vacation, and I've got to go and... uh, try to pack up and load the car up and my girls are about um at vacation bible school i'm gonna go pick them up so we got a lot of things going on in the Colbert household so um thanks for being with us today and if you haven't um go over to universallife.com there is a new shop up we got all kinds of merch there you can take a look at if you're enjoying the show, share it with your friends um, via social media or whatever, word of mouth, and it'd be greatly appreciated. Thank you so much, and uh, have a great day.